0: Hey, welcome back to the Intuitive Mindset Podcast with Jeannie Lynch, and this is Season 3, Episode 6, and also the beginning of a small mini-series. I'm going to be highlighting amazing spiritual authors who have written books, and so it's a whole behind-the-scenes, behind-the-story of the book. Today, you're going to meet Laura Avalese. She is an amazing woman. She wrote a story in a book called Breaking Barriers. It's a woman's journey of finding forgiveness, personal growth, and positive transformation. Mmm, so yummy. And today, we'll be exploring the story behind that book and also sharing what she believes to be the gifts of forgiveness. So stay listening. That beautiful, interactive podcast, it's coming up. Next. Hey, Jeannie Lynch, welcome back to my channel. And I'm really excited to introduce my a new guest to you. You're about to make a new friend because I certainly just did. And Laura is one of these amazing people. Let me just tell you a little backdrop before I introduce my guests. I learned years ago when I was taking a happy class as part of a leadership program that the happy people in life had actually been through more. They did this really in-depth study and they found out that the people who have had their life handed to them didn't know how to work for it, didn't know how to appreciate it, and so on and so the study found out that the people who had actually suffered more and had less and worked for more had actually determined and were able to be more happy and of course what they all found out in this study was that the one thing that had to happen was that the person had to have an intention to be so Hmm, doesn't mean it was an easy journey. Well, you're about to meet this amazing woman who has written this amazing book that is just so good. And I'm just going to introduce you to a little bit of it because her story is too broad. I would need a whole series. So what you're going to learn that I learned about her is that she has a heart of gold. She truly is here to make a difference in other people's lives. And if you think you've had it worse than her, I challenge you to stay listening. That beautiful story, that podcast, that interview, it's coming up next. Yay. So happy to connect to you and you and I have been talking quite a bit offline and so it's nice to see a name and a face and a face and a name and you got a couple names we'll talk about that in a minute. Really excited to share your work today and your book breaking barriers, and I've been following you through your social media and we're going to share all your platforms so you don't need to say what any of them are. I'm going to have plenty of links below, but whether people are listening to this on our YouTube channels or listening to it on our podcast, mesh media, you name it, no matter where they find us, we first want to acknowledge the audience and say thank you for your time today. We promise it will be a very good conversation because here's what we know. We've all been through something. And if you haven't been through something, hate, hate to ha- hate to curse you, you probably will at some point in your life more than once. So my guest has an amazing story to share, and I'm going to let her share it. I, I can't wait to get into the deep conversation. You were talking about your book prior to coming on and recording today, and you were saying it's just met with such great reviews, and a lot of people who read your book are moved to say... I can do it too. So my audience doesn't know what or why that is. So take us through what was going on in your life that kind of caused the book or caused this experience that gave you the platform to be here today for my guests. So without further ado, please introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, well, my name is Laura Bilac. Uh My books are
1: under Laura Avaleze and I just kept the, my uh, birth name for my books for a number of reasons one because it is my life story and two because I'm Italian and I wanted my Italian name on there Um, yeah so my journey started probably from the moment my mother was pregnant you know they say that we choose our parents and we choose uh, the life that we are coming into and still learning why I've chosen that life but I think I understand it uh better than I ever have at my age but um yeah so my I had a lot of um there was a lot of abuse growing up and a lot of it was uh with my mom uh towards my mom um there was other abuse towards me and um you know but I I witnessed too many things um before the age of uh, 10 years old, things that uh, a young child should never have to experience. And, but the part that changed my life was, um, you know, watching my mom be abused, because I we had a very abusive, crazy dad. Um, and, you can, know,
0: can you so for my audience, can you explain the family mm-hmm. dynamics? Like, so were you one of 10? Were you the only? Oh, 10? yeah, for sure. Take me to so, some of that so we can get our So,
1: well, I'm Sicilian. uh, And so I was born in Toronto. uh, But I lived in uh, Italy, in Sicily, um, on and off uh, until I was nine years old. And I'm the oldest of three. I have a brother who is three years younger, and then a sister who is five years younger. And there was my mom and my dad. So uh, my parents kept going back and forth, Italy to you know, Toronto. But growing up, I was being the oldest, I am witnessing what I did witness the last time they went to Italy. um, I was very close with my maternal grandparents. And I didn't want to go to Sicily with them. At a very young age, I was probably about eight at that time. And um, for a child to not want to go back. It was, I guess, my soul speaking to me. And um, I cried a lot and just said I didn't want to go with them. So they left me uh, with my maternal grandparents. And so my mom said, you know what, we'll, um my grandparents said, we'll take her. And uh, my mom said, Okay, you know, in a year, we'll have you send her back. So my mom was going to come back to Canada. And, um, you know, after that year, I guess, and um, but things didn't happen that way. Uh, my dad, uh, called, she was finally done with the abuse and told my grandparents that said, I'm leaving him. And my dad would have no part of that. He said, I will send her to you in a casket. And, uh, and that's exactly what my dad did. Uh, so my dad, uh, murdered my mom in cold blood, shot her three times and, uh, she didn't see it coming. And, um, um it I'll, I'll never forget that day as far as long as I live it's like it just happened yesterday and even though it's been uh, 45 years um I still feel it emotionally when I speak about it um and that day was something I'll never forget um the day it happened and Shortly after that, um, there was these newspapers, these Italian newspapers that were um, they would print in Canada. And I happened to see one. And, and one of the newspapers, they had my mom uh, on the floor with just her underwear just after she was murdered. Eyes open, blood everywhere. Oh so my gosh, I have I have that visual from the time I was um, nine, 10. Uh, I was just turning 10. Uh, my mom died in June. And uh, I turned 10 in, in August. So stop. growing up,
0: stop. I yes. Oh, there's so much in there. Yes. First off, I can't, I can't hear something like that without acknowledging everything you've said up to now. So <laughs> just want to like hold a little space for you and having to share that. And I know you've shared that and you write about that and you've gotten good with, you know, processing it. Mm -hmm. also very mindful to, I'll put up a slide right here too, as we're talking about this. I just, just came upon this information recently in the work that I've been doing with people and it's all about trauma. So Healing trauma. Let's get into it. I learned this the other day and I absolutely love it. Let's take a look at our lives, right? We have our normal lives. We go in and out all the time from ups and downs. And we go in and out because we have coping skills, our ability to handle stress, panic, and anxiety. Or let's say we're feeling a little depressed, apathy, and even sadness. We'll call that freeze. So it's all normal up and down of life. But what happens if we've had trauma? Well, here's the truth. The trauma lessens the margins, right? So now we end up with these smaller little margins, and which means we go in and out of fight or flight more often and faster. Oh, not a safe place to be. So here is the deep question today I ask or intend for you. It is absolutely time to widen those margins in your life, and it's time to heal that trauma now love and light genie namaste so when you're brought up in that dysfunction just you know that's why they call it a dysfunctional life is that you're you're, you vacillate in that very fine line where other people who have functioning lives learn that up and flow and i just think that that's a great place to put this in in our discussion because i also think it's a lot of the work that we're both doing to help other people navigate and get through it and understand it and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just acknowledging that, oh my gosh, you're 10 years old. You've seen this, you've had this experience. So this begets this journey you're on. So, okay, now now that I've interjected and I feel like we're caught up, keep going. So your grandparents kept you, your other brother and sister, what happened? Yeah, so
1: my, my brother and sister were in Sicily. My brother actually saw my mom. He was seven, and so, you know, my brother has definitely had trauma his whole life and has never healed or gotten, you know, better from it. But he still lives in Italy. Um, but my, I wanted to clearly go go to Sicily. My grandparents uh, rushed um, to Sicily. And they wouldn't take me because they were worried of what could happen with my father and all that kind of stuff. So they left your me...
0: mothers, you're staying with your mother. Yes. Okay, yes. Makes sense. And my
1: mother had three sisters. And okay. so we were all a very big, you know, close family. So um, with one sister who was the closest and she lived with my grandparents um, and the two, uh, they're the ones that all raised me was my grandparents and my aunt. Okay. So um Yeah. So they went to Italy and they went to bury my mom, of course. But um, and, you know, here is my grandparents who have raised four daughters and now they have to raise more kids, you know. So they went to Italy to, like I said, bury my mom. But they also went to get custody of try to get custody of my brother and my sister. Well, when my mom was pregnant with me. You know, being Sicilian. So, what I did miss is that my father was also part of the mafia. And so, as a Sicilian in the mafia, what did they want? They, you know, they, the first child to be a boy. Well, there was, it seems to be that there was some disappointment that my father had a girl as a first child. So, then there's that growing up with knowing that, that like, whoa, you know, I, I wasn't even wanted <laughs> by my father. Um, and so when they went to Sicily, they tried to get custody. My, my sister had just turned five three days prior. So my sister who lives with that trauma of, wow, her and birthday again. is now coming up.
0: Yes. Yeah. You know, uh,
1: she was five years old. It's her birthday. And three days later, her mom's gone.
0: Oh, my
1: God. So uh, my sister's also a medium as well. And they say that once you've had so much trauma, your, your, your intuition is obviously uh, higher. But my father refused to give custody of my brother. So my brother stayed in with his side of the family, who really didn't raise him well. And so my brother has spent um, the majority of his life behind bars. And um, so, you know, there's that heartfelt for my brother who never stood a chance in life, where we at least had grandparents that, you know, they, they provided for us, where like, again, where we were very close family, you know, Italian with Italian, very strict Italian culture which definitely wasn't easy being raised in. I dated an
0: Italian, Sicilian Italian for years. So I know the energy. It,
1: it was very tough.
0: At what it, point do you think that you started the dysfunction from that? The Immediately. Yeah. Okay. Like,
1: I mean, you know, so because you're an Italian and your mom passed away, I wasn't allowed to wear a bright colored jacket. So I had to wear dark jackets. I wasn't allowed to listen To music for a year. Well, hello, I'm 10 years old, right? All the other kids are doing this stuff. And I wasn't allowed to. So by the time I was 13, and and then 14, like full fledged 14, there was a lot of stuff going on in my life, you know, alcohol, uh, drugs. Um, So it started there. Um, You want to talk about depression, I went through it, you want to talk about anxiety, I went through it, you want to talk about alcohol abuse and you know drug abuse I've been through it all and I was 21 when I had my son and at 25 I had my daughter and from there um, I think I was yeah 28 turning 29 I was introduced to this personal development course and I thought oh my god I wish I could go and my ex my husband didn't want me to go because what do narcissistic abusers not want you to do is change yeah right no actually
0: so, do anything that's to better yourself right so exactly they, they want you to yeah. change they want you to be what you need them to be but i, I i've been married to the guy too I, we should check exactly. and make sure it's not the same guy
1: so exactly. I,
0: I know that and and the better your life gets, the worse it is for them. So
1: absolutely. So anyways, I was just like, I was in desperation because I said, if I don't do this and it doesn't help me, please dig a hole and put me there alive. Yeah. Like I was resigned from life. I didn't want want to live anymore. Yeah. So I, I do this four day uh, course weekend retreat in Toronto. And actually, we had moved to London, Ontario at the time. And it just started my journey. It started well, that's, a journey of. It's perfect
0: because here's one of my questions. Um, tell us that, how you navigated this process. So here you are. I'm going to kind of recap so we can so people can follow this. You've had the. Trauma in the childhood, then you got married and a, a whole slew of marrying people like your father and staying in the abuse and the whole, that whole aspect. And now you go in this marriage, you go to a personal development class. And in this, you start to uncover that there's something on the other side. There's high functioning people. And here's some of the skills that they have. And you start to recognize this and see it for the first time. And how old are you now? 28, 29. Okay. Got it. So I'm, I'm in my mm-hmm. timeline question, which is perfect. So, mm-hmm. and the whole point of inspiration, was it this people that I just watched an interview and I'll tag that interview here. Uh, is that the same guy or is that a different? Ross
1: Quinn. Yes. Him and his father were the, or the, the, the gentleman that did the training. I, I was with his father for that training and then with Ross in the uh, intensive but one thing they teach you,
0: was it through your job that they offered this? Because a lot of, no. Girls,
1: oh my God. No, it wasn't. And actually uh, I think they, they started in California and they were running them in Florida as well. Um, and, you know, but in this four day, they also talk about forgiveness mm. and then they deal with mom and dad forgiveness. And it was like, Whoa, we can't go there. <laughs> we're not going there. Like we cannot forgive this man for what he did, and there was just no way I was going to forgive this man for what he did because my sister and I grew up thinking and wanting harm on him, right? We had a lot of resentment, we had a lot of anger, we had a lot of hatred. We wanted to see harm on this man, and so I what did happen was not- to him?
0: By the way, I mean, what where- oh, is this was happening, did he-, he end up in jail? Did he four out-
1: years? Four years. Yeah, because of the mafia, got him out, you know, for being a good man in in prison. So he lives in Turin. He still he's still breathing, and uh, he's still no alive.
0: relationship with you. E- even though I know you no. Did. Okay. Four days sparked
1: something in me, yeah. and so from the four days, I went into the intensive. And at the time, we I had no money. I was like, how am I going to pay for this? And I was like, I signed up. I'm like, where well, there's a will, there's a way. I'm going to find a way to get there, and I did. I found my way to this one week intensive. It was an overnight in the intensive is where I learned where I forgave. The forgiveness was so incredible. I don't know if you follow Wayne Dyer. used to follow Wayne Dyer. He was one of my, yeah, yeah, me too. He was one of my, he was one of my first spiritual teachers at that time, this was in 1995, 1996, when all this happened. And uh, he was one of my spiritual teachers. And I watched his movie that he did about forgiving his father. Well, my forgiveness experience is pretty much alike. I was this woman sitting in a chair. And we were going through the mom and dad um, forgiveness in the class. And you've got your eyes closed. And he takes you through this whole journey. It lasts about an hour. It was incredible. And then, Excuse me. When I was finished, I was sitting in the chair with my eyes closed, and I swear to God, if I opened my eyes, I think I would have felt that I lifted myself off this chair, like I was levitating, because I—that's how light I felt. And I saw myself, that little girl in this picture that I still currently have with my mom in pigtails, and I'm holding my mom's hand, my dad's hand, and we're walking. I see these uh, the three of us walking, and it's just green, like trees and green grass, and it was the most healing experience I've ever had to go through that I went through in my life. And from that moment on, my life changed and it's changed completely. It, you know, I was, I lost 25 pounds at the time I started, I was happy. Um, It was just the most beautiful experience. I finally came to the realization that I could leave this abusive marriage. And I did. Um, and it came with a lot of other stuff obviously you know try leaving a narcissistic um individual that's not easy right so uh yeah so my life changed and i and since then i've been on a spiritual journey i've gone through many ups and downs throughout the last 20 25 years of this experience
0: i think what happens too when i'm working with people is i always say to them You know, make sure you go home and tell your husband what you're learning. (laughs) Make sure you tell your sisters what's going on or invite them to go on this retreat with us because you can get in and change your vibration and heal and forgive. Yep. Yeah,
1: and we did. And then
0: all of a sudden you find yourself in a completely different stage with completely different people and all the people that you used to line up with, right? So if you came from addiction, you know this. You're certainly not partying out with the the people that you partied with back then. Everything changed. Everything has to change. Otherwise, we never change, right? So let's get into that. Let's talk about your book specifically because we're at such a good place where we can open up that to others and say this book is great for somebody who is working on forgiveness or looking on getting out of a relationship that's abusive, how would you define the reader for you? Is it for everybody or is it to a specific audience?
1: Everybody has someone to, or something to forgive. Yeah. I, I don't care who you are. Got it. Everybody has forgiveness to go through. It's one of the hardest things to do. But what I can say is the forgiveness is not for that person or for the action that took place. My father, killed my mother when I was nine years old in cold blood how do you forgive a man that took away a young mom my mom was only 28 years old oh. how do you take away and by the way what else I discovered many years later but came to a realization was when I went through forgiveness I was the same age that my mom lost her life yes that That's was incredible huge. that was huge yeah. and so what a gift. Um, you know, like what forgiveness did for me, it didn't say, hey, it was okay for what you did to my mom, or to us, it was it just released me and it freed me, it freed my soul. Because if I didn't do that, this relationship that I'm in, that I was just in, would have probably put me in the ground. Right. And that's what what it is. So as difficult as it is, I, every there's many different forms of way of doing forgiveness. I have many different forms. I um, one of them is where I in this four day retreat where I learned I love you, I accept you, even though I don't understand you and I forgive you
0: nice. and
1: I release you. And so I've gone through a lot of that. Um, I've also discovered uh, plant medicine, psychedelics okay. yep. that help in the healing process And that's really helping me, has helped me through my process with uh, working with a shaman. And um, then there's, you know, closing your eyes. The best one is you close your eyes, you take that individual and you hold their face in your face and you visualize their face. You visualize them and then you sort of like pretend there's a mask and you rip that mask off and you see a four-year-old child because that four-year-old child is innocent. And that four-year-old child went through something that made them to be who they are today and makes, makes them do the things that they do. So you forgive them and you hold them and hug them. There's all kinds of different ways of forgiveness. And I know that there's so many different things out there. Um, Mine was that, you know, the, the, the one week retreat that saved, that saved me. And I am so, 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 so blessed and grateful that I learned that because I use it all the time. Um, I'm using it in our world right now with the things that were going on in our world. And I look at certain people in my life and I, or people that I don't even know that are hurting us and I forgive them. And so that's what we need to continue doing. And I think that everybody will benefit. I've had women go, but I was raped or my husband did this or, and it's like, yeah, I understand as difficult as it is. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult, but if you need to get help, get help. But when you forgive your entire life will
0: change. Yeah. Yeah. We have covered so much. So I love your whole conversation too that you were having about forgiveness and um, been on the same spiritual journey. Got into Buddhism. There's so many different paths. I have so many videos on my channel that talk about and I have a video coming out in two weeks that talks about some of those tools too. So a whole bunch of information between the two of us for people, for forgiveness. So This is an invitation to anyone listening and watching right now. If you want help from either of us, please put a comment below. If there's anything we can assist you, reach out to us, let us know. We do this work together today to be of service to others. So let us know if that's something that you need help with. So we'll we'll put ourselves both out there for you. So continuing the conversation, wrapping things up, when you knew it was going to meet you today. So thank you, Maria Conclaves, for making the connection, (laughs) right? Because I'm looking to do more interviews with people who've had these spiritual stories we're sharing. So as we're wrapping up today, and you knew you were going to do this work, and you really wanted to highlight your book, is there anything that I have missed or have forgotten or that you want to make sure gets on this video to be in service to others?
1: No, I just always tell people that, you know, we, we need to be gentle with ourselves. I think one thing that has helped me and that I would strongly recommend to others is also meditation. Mm. Um, That's like, that also changed my life. That was once I forgave and I I started learning how to meditate, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing and it's very life-changing. And so, you know, I've, I'm because I've gotten back deeply into my meditation just because I'm in the process of healing my hurts right now and you know it just feels way better you know and 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 the energy like you just everything starts to rise again right I mean I feel like I've been in a dark place once again and you know I'm starting to feel the light yeah. you know of who I am and That's I'm looking true. I can't wait I'm looking forward to to the next to this next journey yeah. and Let's so I always talk,
0: yeah too for mm-hmm. everybody because the last two years there hasn't been anyone I've spent any time with including family that hasn't mirrored what you just said the last two years for all of us have been unbelievable. I mean, you were talking about not even being able to leave the country. So even if nothing has happened and you, you know, you sat all day in meditation, there's also the collective of what's going on in the world. You can walk out the door and pick it up. Right. And, so, and
1: I, I haven't even, I didn't even go into any of that because that's another interview because of what it's, what it's created in my life, yeah. you know, and, and that's a completely other story for sure.
0: Another point too, and just kind of wrapping things up, we talked so much today on this uh, interview about, you know, God's schools and lessons and stuff. And it's been my understanding when I first started my spiritual journey that, you know, we chose this and I get all that. But I think the word, something that's helped me and for the people listening, I removed the word lessons from my life and I placed it with the word experience because experience to me is a, a vi- higher vibration and it also puts us more in the um, driver's seat mm-hmm. than in the passengers yeah, You know like, like right. oh I'm in God school another lesson lesson learned you know what am I yep. this <laughs> lesson you know so from from wow I really I came here to experience I'll give an example I came here to experience grief mm-hmm. two children ten boyfriends I mean we could go on and on. And, and yet, did I came here to learn the lesson of loss? No, I came here to experience the experience right. that grief has to offer. Oh, yes, Just feels yep. different, love that. Yes. So thank you so much. We went way thank over you. time, so thank the audience if you're still listening to this beautiful interview. We're gonna do what I love to do, which is end on a high note in a sense that we're going into a rapid fire. Are you ready? <laughs> do you know awesome. what rapid fire is? I do not. Okay, good, (laughs) this will be perfect. Music's kicking up, sound effects, we've got one word answers. So right out of the gate, this is my opportunity to say thank you so much for your time today and I look forward to getting to know you better and working with you and getting to know your audience also. So rapid fire, what is your favorite spiritual book or teacher? Wayne Dyer. Oh, clearly. If you were gonna change the world today, the world needs what in order to be changed? Forgiveness. I would hope you would say that, especially with that beautiful book of yours. We all came here to learn a life lesson. What do you think your life lesson has been? Love. Oh, I'm glad you didn't say forgiveness because love's a higher vibration, I love it. And then what do you love about yourself? My
1: strength. Mm,
0: Clearly. And then the last question before we buzz off and say goodbye. What are you doing when you're experiencing absolute joy? Giving. It's <laughs> spoken like a true Sicilian, huh? Nah? <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for your time today. All the links to Laura's book and to her platforms will be below. Please let us know if you liked like this video or this podcast, follow us on all our social media. And um, we truly do appreciate you. So this is Jeannie and Laura Thank you saying goodbye. Have a fabulous day. Namaste. Namaste. It was a pleasure running into you today and thanks for the gift of your time. Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, you will love my YouTube channel. Some of these episodes can be found there under Jeannie Lynch in full HD color. So if you have a spiritual story worth sharing or even a modality, the wackier the better, please message me, get a hold of me. I'm always looking to collaborate with other lightworkers all over the world. Thanks again. Namaste.